Georgia Southern Sports Network. From Learfield, this is Inside Georgia Southern Football with Coach Chad Lunsford. Brought to you by Ford Go Further and by Statesboro Transfer. Live from Eagle Creek Brewing Company, this is Inside Georgia Southern Football. Here is your host, Danny Reed. Eagle Nation, it is great to see you again. We're back at Eagle Creek Brewing Company on the usual day and time for our recent edition of Inside Georgia Southern Football and the Georgia Southern Sports Network, powered by Learfield, also here on Facebook Live. You can get involved with all the action tonight by commenting or sending your questions here. You can also text 912-274-3607, or you can tweet us at GS Sports Network. What a night it was. Thursday at Alany Paulson Stadium, National Televised game against number 25 Appalachian State. First ranked team to ever be at Paulson. They went back up the mountain with a 34-14 loss as the Eagles are 7-1 overall. 4-0 in conference play. Tied with Troy for first in the East Division. Back on the road this Saturday, though, as Georgia Southern heads to Monroe, Louisiana, to Malone Stadium, where they battle the ULM Warhawks. 4-4 on the year and 2-2 in conference play. But in the West, that is tied for first with Louisiana Lafayette. Pack show this week. Couple of special guests. Offensive coordinator Bob DeBest. Defensive coordinator Scott Sloan will both be in the house later on this evening. We'll also spend some time talking about the App State game from Thursday and previewing those Warhawks this Saturday, a team that Georgia Southern has not played since 2016. But Eagle Nation right now give a happy welcome to head coach Chad Lunsford. Thank you, Danny. I know how special Thursday was for us up in the booth. We could see how special it was for the fans that were there, the 19,000-plus and everybody that rushed the field. But for you guys, just how special was that to do what you did against App State? Uh, it, it was great. You know, I, I, think, I think we said this uh, last week where we talked about how we asked, you know, I asked the team and staff, and I said, raise your hand if you've ever beaten App State. And uh, – there was, you know, maybe counted on two hands that could raise their hand and say that. And then uh, we got to ask them again that yesterday, and they were all able to raise their hand. So um, they, this was, it was great for our seniors. Um, I know they wanted it. And um, I, I was just very impressed with them with how focused and uh, how locked in they were for that football game and, um, you know, just went out there and played as hard as they could play. Last week you called it the respect game. In the days since, what kind of respect do you think that you've received? Uh, I think I think a good bit. Um, you know, we're probably getting a lot more credit than we should right now, also because uh, you, you know you go watch the game. There, there's so many things that we can do a lot better, and uh, we, we, we've got to make sure that our guys understand that. And we started that yesterday. Uh, we were able to put the game away. Uh, get all our corrections in and, you know, obviously talk about the positives and be, and be happy and uh, obviously be excited about a good win. But, I mean, there was just – there's still plenty of things. And, and we got to get better every week. We can't, we can't just say, okay, we've arrived. Um, I think, you know, somebody asked me this today and, you know, comparing to last year to this year and all that. And, you know, I'm like, guys, if we go and we lose – four games straight and we go seven and five, everybody's going to see us as an ordinary football team. So uh, we got to make sure that we're going one game at a time and we can figure out how to go one and oh this week. You going back and saying that there's still so much to work on specifically for this week, what things are you looking to hone in on? Well, uh, 
this three week span right now uh, with the with the Texas State game, you know, uh, we didn't play well on offense, and our defense and special teams really picked our team up. Uh, then against New Mexico State, we didn't start off well uh, defensively or offensively. We got down in a hole, fourteen to three, and um, you know, offense really you know came on and, and and really put that thing away, and defense stepped up, and special teams played good. Well, in this past game, I felt like the offense, defense, both played well. Um, but our special teams did not, you know. So uh, we're still working to try to put that complete game together. And uh, so I, I think our guys understand that we're not perfect. Um, and we're never going to play a perfect football game. But we can play great in all our phases. So we got to continue to try to do that. What kind of conversations do you and the rest of the coaching staff see when the players are amongst themselves and they're getting ready for a game like that? Uh, th- this past game, you could just tell there was something – um, I think our guys have prepared each week the same way, and I think they've locked in the same way. Um, but, I, I, again, we went into that game saying this is more than a game. Yeah. And we had to address that. We couldn't, we couldn't just sit there and go, okay, this game's exactly the same as all the other games we played. No, because there's a lot of relationships in this game. There's a lot of familiarity. Uh, it's the 34th time playing one another. Um, there's a, you know uh, – probably lack of a better word, there's a lot of hate. There's just a lot of things that go along with this football game, and it would be emotional. But we had to address that because we had to understand that if we let our emotions take control of us, we're not going to play the way we've been playing all year. And so uh, we did that. We, we, we talked a lot about that, and I saw that in our guys' eyes, you know, during pregame and, and also in the locker room with, okay, this is emotional, but we're not going to let that control us. Let's go to our text line for a question, Coach. Our buddy Brant from Metter asking, was there any one game this season or last season where you felt that that was the turning point for this program? Um, yeah, if I was to pinpoint one, I, I, we, I, I could go back to last year um, and I would say two games. Um, I think South Alabama, we – figured out we could win, you know, but I don't, I don't think that was the turning point. I think the turning point was going on the road to Louisiana and playing that team and, you know, nobody expected anything and us going and playing a fairly clean football game. Um, and and I, th- I think that was the turning point. But I also think the following week, the Coastal Carolina game, where everything was just, you know, everything was crazy. You know, we, we were not able to sustain from Lafayette to Coastal. And so I think in between that game and the Coastal game, they figured out, hey, you know, we got to lock in each and every week and we got to make sure that we're ready to roll and we got to have a great plan. And um, I think that carried over into our season. If there was one area that really looked like Georgia Southern was locked in last Thursday, number one, you forced five turnovers. App had only committed six turnovers all year coming in with a 5-1 and one record. You turned that into 24 points, but two of those were touchdowns that scored on the first play of drives directly after turnovers were forced. One, to be able to do that, but how do you do it so quickly? Well, I, I, think, it, <coughs> I think it comes down to um, – you know, one of them hitting the long pass to Darion was, you know, that that's a shot play. You know, we after a turnover, we're going to take it, take a shot. We hit it, you know, and uh, that that was that was good. But I think it was just the timing of the game and where um, things were getting executed. Our execution was really starting. We we knew it was going to be a dog fight, and and I honestly thought it'd be a dog fight all the way to the end. But we just kept pounding away, pounding away, pounding away, and things started to break things started to come open. And so I think that's what allowed us to, 
to get those. Defensively, that's an app team that was number one in the conference in numerous categories. But for you to be able to run your offense as fluidly as you did, how did you find a way to exploit a defense which Georgia Southern currently plays? Well, I, I think a lot of that has to do with us moving to that scheme. You know, we played it all during uh, spring ball, and then we played it all during fall camp. And so it, it was familiar, you know, and so our guys understood what we were going to get. And so them being able to do that, I think, allowed us to, to you know, to understand that, hey, they got really good football players over there. They're going to make plays. It's going to be slow going at first, but if you keep going, keep going, it's going to break for us. You've seemed to do such a good job of handling a variety of situations since you took over in the middle of last year. Well, now Georgia Southern's gotten the most votes it's ever received in the AP and the coaches poll on the cusp of its first ever top 25 ranking. You guys are 7-1 and one for the first time in six years. So that national light is starting to shine a little bit more on Statesboro. How do you and these guys handle this the right way, getting ready for ULM on Saturday? Well, I think our guys have got to understand if we don't win this football game this week, all that will go away. Um, and they've got to understand that they've got to go still. We have to earn what we are getting. Uh, nothing's going to be given to us. And that's what we've done. We've gone and taken everything each time that we went out there. We've earned it, you know. And so we've got to keep that mentality of how do we go 1-0 and this week? How do we go earn more? Uh, let's don't be satisfied. Let's be hungry. How much more challenging does it get when whoever you're facing looks at you as that team that, they may think you're back, but you still consider yourselves as needing to be that hungry team to get where you want to be. Well, we, we've become the hunted instead of the, the, the ones that are hunting. Sure. And uh, so now, you know, with that bullseye, and we've talked about that. Every time we win a game, we say, okay, that adds a ring to our bullseye, and uh, that target's on our back. We, we've got to expect everybody to play their best game against us, and so that means we've got to get better you know, whether it's a little bit or whatever, we got to get just a little bit better every week. All right, we'll take a little back look at the Appalachian State game from last Thursday. You can send us your questions at GS Sports Network. You can text 912-274-3607. If you're watching here on Facebook Live, you can send your questions or comments that way. Best crowd of the year here at Eagle Creek Brewing Company. Eagle Nation, thank you for showing up and showing out. We've got a lot more to talk about. Coach DeBess and Sloan are here later. More with Coach Lunsford after this on the Georgia Southern Sports Network, powered by Learfield. Hey you, it's your stomach again. I'm here to set things straight. Subway has new signature wraps and they're packed with meat. These things make me full. Full like your voicemail after you win the lottery. Full like a clown car on the way to an oversized shoe convention. Full like the turkey, bacon, and guacamole signature wrap. Loaded with provolone, lettuce, tomatoes, onions, and ranch. Full like I'm going to be after you get to Subway and eat one. You're welcome. All new Subway signature wraps. Subway, make it what you want. College football fans, you can sleep easy tonight. Go to MyPillow.com and use the promo code COLLEGEFB and get great discounts throughout the website. They have pillows, bed sheets, mattresses, and even a bed for your pet. So go to MyPillow.com and use promo code COLLEGEFB and save big on great products today. Again, that's MyPillow.com and use promo code COLLEGEFB. Georgia Southern fans, stop by your local cookout after today's game. Cookout is the home of the $4.99 tray, where the hamburgers are char-grilled, always fresh, never frozen. Cookout is also the home of 40-plus premium milkshake flavors. That's right, 40 
Stop by Cookout after today's game for a fresh hamburger and premium hand-spun milkshake. It's just what you need. Around the corner can be a physical place or a state of mind. BB&T is there, firmly rooted in our community. For more than 140 years, we've been sharing financial knowledge with our clients, our neighbors, our friends, and that's how you can bank today. More informed and more confident in your decisions so you can move in a brighter financial direction. BB&T, sharing knowledge for a brighter direction. Member FDIC. Nothing kicks off your game better than a handful of Georgia peanuts. Power packed with protein, essential nutrients, and great taste. Georgia peanuts are the MVP for affordability, sustainability, and nutrition. To score life's touchdowns with recipes and fun facts, check out GAPeanuts.com. The perfectly powerful peanut is brought to you by the family farmers of the Georgia Peanut Commission. Imagine a beautiful summer day with a slight breeze. And birds. More birds. Uh, less birds. Now imagine all that on a new deck in your backyard. (sighs) Every great backyard once started in the imagination. Make it happen with Yellowwood brand pressure-treated pine. Visit yellowwood.com. If it doesn't have that yellow tag, you don't want it. Make yourself at home at Statesboro's most luxurious student communities. The Hudson and the George are close to campus, offer world-class service, chic spaces, and resort-style relaxation. These boutique communities have everything you need to study, socialize, and relax. Visit our websites at HudsonStatesboro.com and LiveAtTheGeorge.com to see for yourself and apply online today. Live with us for the 2019-2020 year and make the most out of your college experience. College football fans, you can sleep easy tonight. Go to MyPillow.com and use the promo code COLLEGEFB and get great discounts throughout the website. They have pillows, bed sheets, mattresses, and even a bed for your pet. So go to MyPillow.com and use promo code COLLEGEFB and save big on great products today. Again, that's MyPillow.com and use promo code COLLEGEFB. Far hash, first and 10, 43, oh. works the throw, he wants deep middle, he has a man wide open, that ball is gone, up the half, 10, 5, wings up, Eagle Nation, touchdown, Georgia Southern, Darion Anderson, fire that cannon, 57 yards, oh my. Welcome back to Inside Georgia Southern Football with Coach Chad Lunsford. Wakes up! Live from Eagle Creek Brewing Company in Statesboro, here's the voice of the Eagles, Danny Reed. Southern got on the board with that Darion Anderson 57-yard receiving touchdown in the second quarter. Got Terry Harbin and Omai, and we heard from the Howitzer in the far side of the end zone thanks to the Georgia National Guard part of the Eagles. 34-14 victory over 25th-ranked Appalachian State to get to 7-1 overall, and now 4-0 in conference play. Eagles head to ULM on Saturday. That's a 3 o'clock Eastern kick. We're on the air at 1 with Eagle tailgate from Malone Stadium with Colin Frank, Russ, and Terry. A couple of questions before we look back at the Mountaineers. Coach, this one comes 
coming from Mark in Statesboro. What are your thoughts on Eagle Nation having over 40 donations to the Coaches Continuity Fund and student-athlete scholarships and more than $7,000 being raised in the past four days since the App State victory? I, I think that's awesome. I mean, that, uh, and that's much appreciated. Um, I, there, there's no doubt in my mind that uh, we have a great coaching staff and, and then obviously players with the scholarship fund and all that stuff. I, it, it's so important that we have uh, continuity. It's so important that we keep people around and, and make sure that what we're building continues to build and not be something where we lose somebody just because we're not able to to take care of them like we should. And we got a great coaching staff, and, um, and, and Georgia Southern's got great people and uh, across all sports and all staffs. And it's just very important right now that we keep great continuity here. We will talk with two of those coaches coming up later on in defensive coordinator Scott Sloan and offensive coordinator Bob DeBest. That will be in our fourth segment here from Eagle Creek Brewing Company. But another text line question, Jeff from Orlando asking, you have talked about ball security and the emphasis on it all season long, but what do you credit the dramatic increase in turnovers force to? Well, I mean, we do that too. We preach uh, takeaways. And, uh, you know, Coach Sloan and the defensive staff do a tremendous job with our defense of uh, practicing that. Uh, we open every practice with what we call own the ball, uh, O-W-N, own it. And so our, our offensive players are taking care of it and our defensive players are trying to take it out. Uh, it's kind of a competitive deal right before we get started with everything. Um, and then throughout practice, you know, our um, our guys on offense, they're always uh, securing the football. We're all over them about it. Um, and then we're making them hand the ball to, to equipment guys with referee jerseys on. And then on defense, we're, we're practicing taking the ball away, scooping and scoring, interceptions, all that stuff. And, uh, you know, I, I don't think I, – I don't attribute this to luck. I, I attribute this to hard work, and I, 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 I attribute it to our players really believing in it, um, you, you know, because – um, without them believing in it, you know, it wouldn't, it wouldn't happen. And those guys have really bought into. Each of your first two touchdowns from Thursday coming off of turnovers forced, they had the ball at Georgia Southern's 31-yard line late in the first quarter after the block punt. But Daryl Baker Jr. comes up with his second career pick at the goal line. You get the long return. The face mask gives you 15 more. D1 has the touchdown that we just heard. But even the second one, after they had come back and tied the game at seven with their long drive, the muffed punt, the recovery by Dexter, and then one play later, it's Wesley Fields to score. And you guys just took the game right back. Yeah, uh, we, you know, we talk about turnovers and takeaways. We, we always want to, you know, we say plus one Eagles win, plus two Eagles kick butt. And so um, we ended up getting plus five. And um, that, that, that's important to be able to capitalize. Uh, we talk about wanting to take the ball away and making sure we don't give the ball away. But once we do get it from somebody, we do have to capitalize. With the tempo and the mentality that you set early on, taking the 14-7 lead, keep in mind that was a 7-7 game before you guys scored the next 27, how did you continue to find so much more success and at the same time take them out of their game and almost turn them into an uncharacteristically undisciplined team? Well, I think what happened, you know, we went up 7 nothing, and then um, we, had, we had a mental bust on, on defense uh, when they hit the long pass and – uh, set themselves up to score a touchdown. But I think we, we were dialed in. I think we felt very confident about our, our defensive plan. Um, and our guys were, were, were fine. You know, they, they, they gave up the big one and then gave up the touchdown, but I don't think we ever wavered on that. Um, this is what I really like about our football team because they were able to respond from that and continue to play great defense. But, again, it's just like when we got our, our, our punt blocked. 
um, you know, most of the times that would send, you know, a team straight in a tank and not be able to respond. But our guys come up and get a turnover, and then we're able to go get another score. Two guys that were game-time decisions that you got back. Wesley Fields didn't play the week before. He comes out in full pads. We're happy to see him. He goes for 98 yards and two touchdowns. Rashad Bird had missed the previous three games. He comes back, doesn't start, but sees considerable action. Had that tackle in the first half. Well, we saw some of his dance moves that he talked about earlier today during the press conference. But specifically getting those two back as key guys, what did that give you extra into a game like App State? I just think it, it, it gave us a spark. It gave us more juice. Um, Wesley being a senior, I, I knew he, he did not want to miss this game for the world. He wanted to be a part of it. He wanted to do whatever he could to help the team win. And Rashad's the same way. I mean, just great kids that want to contribute to the football team. When you get everybody believing and everybody buying in and you get that fun back, how much fun is it to practice? Awesome. I think people look at practices, oh, this is something we've got to do for two, three hours every day. But it just seems like you guys actually enjoy practicing. Yeah, I, 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 that's one thing that at Georgia Southern, every year that I've been here, our guys love to work. We're, we're you know, we're blue collar. And, and even last year when we were having a rough season and, you know, couldn't win a game, those guys continued to work you know, day after day after day. I knew that going into this year was not going to be a problem. And when you start winning, practice does become a lot more fun. Georgia Southern ended up with a 34-14 victory last week. We will take a look at the second half, and then we will also speak with a couple of guys that just walked in, and our OC Bob DeBess and our DC Scott Sloan. That will be coming up in segment four. But plenty more to talk about with ULM coming up this weekend, tied for first in the West Division. We'll do all of that after this timeout from Eagle Creek Brewing Company here in downtown Statesboro. This is Inside Georgia Southern Football on the Georgia Southern Sports Network, powered by Learfield. Banking at Citizens Bank of the South makes managing your finances easy. They offer simple preferences that satisfy your personal requests. You can access all the latest online technology or experience excellent personal customer service at their convenient Statesboro location just off the bypass by Lowe's. Make sure to stop in and see Kevin Harrison and his staff on Commerce Drive and keep listening to Georgia Southern football. Citizens Bank of the South. Find us in Statesboro, Sandersville, Milledgeville, and on Facebook, Equal Housing Lender, member FDIC. Your internet provider could give you faster speed. They could give you more data. They just don't. Bullock Telephone is opening the pipe. Now connect 100 times faster with gigabit internet service from Bullock Telephone. Starting at $99.95 a month, you can stream videos, surf the web, and download at amazing speeds. Or if you can't handle that much data... The new Gigabit Connection from Bullock Telephone. Fastest internet service in Bullock County. Winning on the field means you put in hours of practice. A winning team works together to produce results. One real estate professional in Statesboro has been a consistent million-dollar producer. That means he has the experience and a winning team to help you. When you think real estate, call Paul. First-time buyers, call Paul. Consider selling, call Paul. Looking for an investment property? You guessed it, call Paul. For all your real estate needs, call Paul Newman at Statesboro Real Estate at 912-489-4433 or visit buystatesboro.com. The Learfield Directors' Cup, the highly recognized mark of distinction in college athletics across all divisions, both men's and women's sports. Follow your favorite team's pursuit for excellence in this prestigious annual award through thedirectorscup.com, USA Today, or at L Directors' Cup on Twitter or Facebook. Learfield Directors' Cup, the crowning achievement in college athletics since 1993. 
Inspired by a legend, beautiful Eagle Creek flows deep in winning tradition and wanders majestically on campus along the football practice fields. Follow the Blue Mile to downtown Statesboro and you'll find its headwaters on Savannah Avenue. The Eagle Creek Brewing Company. Owned and operated by Georgia Southern alumni, Eagle Creek is a family-friendly true blue brew pub with authentic brands of handcrafted beers and unique food items just as memorable as their brews. Open for lunch, dinner, and tastings Tuesday through Sunday. From our end of the creek to yours, we're Eagle Creek Brewing Company. A sport injury can stop you in your tracks. Advancement in orthopedic sports medicine allows Optum Healthcare to recognize, prevent, rehabilitate, and manage sports injuries for weekend warriors, school athletes of all ages, and aspiring professionals alike. If you have a sports injury, call and make an appointment today, 912-681-2500. Experience the Optum difference, the official orthopedic provider for Georgia Southern Athletics. Optum Healthcare is a collaboration between Optum Orthopedics and the physician's own Optum Medical Center Tattnall. Words to take the gun snap. Hands Wesley Fields. Dump cut right. Bye. Goodbye. Wings up, Eagle Nation. Touchdown, Georgia Southern. Welcome back to Inside Georgia Southern Football with Coach Chad Lunsford. Wings up, Eagle Nation. Live from Eagle Creek Brewing Company in Statesboro, here's the voice of the Eagles, Danny Reed. Eagle Creek Brewing Company with this week's edition of Inside Georgia Southern Football on the Georgia Southern Sports Network powered by Learfield. Also here on Facebook Live, you can send us your comments or questions there. You can tweet us at GS Sports Network or text 912-274-3607. Getting ready to talk about the second half of Georgia Southern's win over number 25 Appalachian State from last Thursday. It was 17-7 going into the third quarter, but a rarity. The Eagles did not have the ball first out of the locker room. You had to play defense against an app team that had lost its starting quarterback three plays into the game. You had forced five three and outs in the first half, but just how important was that first drive of that second half to get them off the field quickly? Uh, it was very important. I mean, you know, 17-7 game, you know, if you, if you allow App to run down the field and you allow them to get a touchdown, I mean, it's now back into that dogfight mode. So to be able to get them off the, off the field was very important and then, you know, be able to get it back to our offense and, you know, control the clock from there and, and, and make sure that we're putting more points on the board. You have to put together one of your longest drives of the year and maybe the biggest play of the night, quite possibly one of the biggest plays of the season. It was the third and seven play at the 18 where Wesley Fields just turned into a Superman and running 32 yards up to midfield. I, I said it during the game, might be one of the best runs he's ever made. Yeah, it was uh, and, and well timed. I mean that that play right there, I think, was what kind of started that. You know, just the ball rolling. Yeah. You know, as far as the our, our offense really putting points on the board, and then you know defense getting the turnovers. I, I just, I mean, you could just see the excitement in the sideline when he made that play. Um, you know, we had some good blocks up front, but then his extra work and just being able to break tackles, make people miss, uh, was just huge for us. Two plays later, Shy with a career-long 47-yard run. It ends up giving the Eagles a 24-7 lead. Next possession, first career pick for Kendrick Duncan. That turns into a Tyler Bass field goal. Then in the fourth quarter, two interceptions on back-to-back drives from Kendall Vildor. Earlier today, we find out that both Shy Wirtz and Kendall were named SoCon player, or rather Sunbelt Players of the Week on offense and defense. I know we're in the FBS now. That's a mulligan. <laughs> My bad. Wirtz, Offensive Player of the Week. Kendall Vildor, Defensive Player of the Week. That gives the Eagles six players of the week this season. 
Yeah, you know, again, that's good recognition for us. That's that's uh, more exposure for us, and that's that's really good for Georgia Southern. Um, as soon as I saw it today, I um, um, I shared it with them. I sent it to them, and then I put but win. What's important now? And they immediately uh, texted me back and said, Coach, we want more. We want more. So that's the main thing. The practice that you guys had on Sunday, we saw a tweet go out that the score was still up from Thursday, but it was rather symbolic that that scoreboard, as soon as practice started, that scoreboard got reset. What was the idea behind doing things that way? Well, um, it, it, it actually it, it uh, got cut off as soon as I came to came to work. I, okay. I saw it already up, and I was like, no, this has got to go. Okay. And, um, you know, I believe uh, uh, Glenn Ingram came up with a, uh, a really good tweet, and I can't believe I'm giving him a – props on the on the radio but he um he did he came up with a good one and that was awesome flip the switch time to go to ulm well you kick him out of the press conference every monday so i guess you got to bounce things out a little bit well you know you, you know you, you got to treat him right you know you got to get him get him back on your side so talk a little bit more about the greatness that he does with gata lifestyle and the overall image that that's able to add to the program well you know gata lifestyle is really important for us because I mean, it's an inside look at, at Georgia Southern football, but it's also a, uh, a, a different way to look at it. it, it it's it's kind of got an edge to it. Um, it's really good for our recruiting, it's re- it, and it's just really good uh, to be able to see the, the personal side of things. Um, and, and it's not just the statistics. It's not just player of the week or, 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 or some belt player of the week or anything like that. I mean, you, you get the videos, you get the, you, you know, you get the updates. You just get things that, that really help uh, give us more exposure. With the season that you guys have had, what kind of effect have you had that on recruiting so far? Well, uh, you know, as, as it's, you know, early on with the recruiting process, you know, we had a lot of guys that are interested and they, um, you know, I, I think they were waiting to see what was going to happen with the Georgia Southern Eagles. And so, um, you know, obviously things are starting to kind of roll that way and, and more and more guys are saying, hey, you know, I really want to look at this. I really want to see what this is about and see if this is something I want to be involved in. So obviously winning helps recruiting. The announced crowd from last Thursday was the biggest of the year at 19,252. And I think I've asked you a couple times before about what it's like on the field and feeling that power of Paulson. But one specific aspect of the crowd from last Thursday, that student section was nuts. No, the, the, the students did a really awesome job of coming out and just having a lot of energy. And, and, and for that to, to happen on national TV, uh, just, you know, that was able – We again, we were able to get national exposure of the power of Paulson. And uh, – all, all of Eagle Nation, you know, and, and and the students, and just all of that combined with our with our guys on the field and our guys on the sideline. I mean, it was just really strong, and that was great to be able to put our brand out there like that. You know, it's it's a wide net that Eagle Nation cast, but it's still a tight knit group that it just feels like everybody has been a part of this. It's been a collective thing from everybody down to everybody that's buying the tickets, everybody that works at the stadium. Everybody feels like they're all in, and they all realize that what you say and the things that you do, if they bought in, they're going to find success, and that's what we've seen through eight games so far yeah no doubt and and, I, and that's the way we want it I mean we, we don't want uh, we don't want to feel like that the football team is alienated from everything else I mean we want everybody to feel a part of this I've said it over and over again about how epic the story of Georgia Southern football is why change that I mean uh, to come from where we came from and how many people put their blood sweat and tears into it to build this program why, why would you change that how do you guys look at yourselves as a further extension of what the overall message of Georgia Southern the University is? 
Say it one more time. How do you guys look at yourselves as an extension of the message that Georgia Southern, the university, tries to spread day in, day out? Well, I think that, you know, it's not just about football. I mean, it is about Georgia Southern. So, I mean, we pay attention to what's going on. I mean, our, our guys are constantly a part of things uh, that's outside of football with Georgia Southern University. And so um, I, I think that's big. I think that's uh, that allows us to be uh, different and it and allows us to, to really sell our place. As sweet as the win was to get to 7-1 and one and 4-0 in conference play, how much added meeting was there that it's against your arch rival on the gridiron who had beaten you the previous three years and may, uh, had to make people think a lot about the, the 2014 game and the first nationally televised game on that Thursday night? Just how much more did it add to it that it was against them? Uh, anytime you can beat Appalachian, just especially the success they've had uh, with their transition to FBS, um, you know that's a that's a really good win for us. I mean, it's uh, it's and and then it also being a rival game, the 34th time that we've met, uh, you, you know, it's just it's always going to be special when you get to play that. We we like I said earlier in the program, I mean, we had to address the fact that this game is different. Okay, we're still going to go approach it the same way. We're going to still have our plan to win. We're still going to do the things that have made us successful throughout the season. But we've got to acknowledge this game is different. And so anytime that we can get a win like that, I mean, uh, it's, it's special for our guys. How the water bath feel? When the Cold. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, I was a little upset because I, I don't think we, – we were still playing defense and uh, I think they were driving and then, uh, you know, they ended up getting a touchdown and – then I was trying to get hands team ready. I couldn't talk to anybody on the – am I crying? Ah, it was great. <laughs> <laughs> when a coach gets to a situation like that, I've got to think that you're feeling, okay, this, this might be coming. I've got to look all directions. But in that moment, did you have any idea that something like that was about to take place? Actually, I didn't. Um, I didn't I didn't expect it. I mean, I, you know um, – we were just we were just trying to win, and so I, I didn't I didn't know it was coming. Uh, South Alabama last year, I, I felt it. This one, it was totally a surprise. Georgia Southern thirty four, number twenty five, Appalachian State fourteen. A night that no one from Eagle Nation is ever going to forget. But it gets Georgia Southern to seven and one overall, four zero in conference play. We'll give Coach a break in our next segment. Bring in offense coordinator Bob DeBess and defensive coordinator Scott Sloan to get their thoughts on Georgia Southern's great start to twenty eighteen. This is Inside Georgia Southern Football on the Georgia Southern Sports Network, powered by Learfield. In 1982, Burt Russell was brought to Statesboro to resurrect Georgia Southern football. The legendary coach built the Eagle program on a devotion to excellence. Since our inception in 1984, Walker Pharmacy has been deeply devoted to that same level of excellence in how we treat our patients and customers. At Walker Pharmacy, Walker Home Medical, Little Doses, and Walker Boutique, making you happy is our national championship. Come let our family take care of yours. It's what we do. What is Acquire? Acquire is a part of life. It's when you buy a car, a new home, or a fun family vacation. You acquire the things that make living better, like a great education, a beautiful wedding for your daughter, you kiss the bride. or even a piano for the grandchildren. We are the Q in Acquire, Queensboro, and we're in the business of lending for the joys of living. Thank you so much. So when you're ready to acquire, call Q. Queensboro National Bank and Trust, member FDIC, Eagle Housing Lender. 
While the linemen working for Georgia Power play a very different role than the ones playing for the Eagles, there's one thing they all have in common. They recognize that to win, you have to come together as a team. It's one of the reasons why Georgia Power is so proud to support our home team at Georgia Southern, and that's why we're putting all of our energy behind them. To learn more about the commitment to the state of Georgia sports and the communities that surround them, visit georgiapower.com slash sports. A sport injury can stop you in your tracks. Advancement in orthopedic sports medicine allows Optum Healthcare to recognize, prevent, rehabilitate, and manage sports injuries for weekend warriors, school athletes of all ages, and aspiring professionals alike. If you have a sports injury, call and make an appointment today, 912-681-2500. Experience the Optum difference, the official orthopedic provider for Georgia Southern Athletics. Optum Healthcare is a collaboration between Optum Orthopedics and the physician's own Optum Medical Center Tattnall. FMB is celebrating 70 years of community banking, and since we are the area's only locally owned and operated bank, this is our house too. FMB has all of the latest services and technology wrapped up with our home field advantage style of customer service. We have supported Georgia Southern for the past 70 years and are proud to serve the university, faculty, and students. Come in and see the difference a hometown bank can make. Call us today at 912-489-2600, member of FDIC. Let's be honest, you're pretty awesome. So shouldn't your apartment be too? 111 South offers a luxury off-campus lifestyle even your parents will be jealous of. Featuring private bed and baths, modern furniture and finishes, washer and dryer, full kitchens, 24-hour clubhouse, fitness center, and more. All utilities, even high-speed fiber internet, are included in your rent. We're also home to the pool and Lazy River, voted best in the borough. Visit 111south.com. That's O-N-E, the number 11, south.com today. 111 South is proud to be supporters of Georgia Southern Athletics. No matter where your travels take you, the mystical waters of Eagle Creek will always bring you home to Southern just one more time. Eagle Creek Brewing Company is located off the Blue Mile in downtown Statesboro on Savannah Avenue. Owned and operated by Georgia Southern alumni, Eagle Creek is a family-friendly True Blue brew pub with authentic brands of handcrafted beers and unique food menu items just as memorable as their brews. Open for lunch, dinner, and tastings Tuesday through Sunday. From our end of the creek to yours, we're Eagle Creek Brewing Company. College football fans, you can sleep easy tonight. Go to MyPillow.com and use the promo code COLLEGEFB and get great discounts throughout the website. They have pillows, bed sheets, mattresses, and even a bed for your pet. So go to MyPillow.com and use promo code COLLEGEFB and save big on great products today. Again, that's MyPillow.com and use promo code COLLEGEFB. Gunstaff, Wirtz on the QB lead, got him behind a run, Wirtz is free, near side numbers 30, 20, 10, can he outrun the angle, yeah baby, wings up Eagle Nation, touchdown Georgia Southern! Welcome back to Inside Georgia Southern Football with Coach Chad Lunsford. Wakes up, Eagle Nation! Live from Eagle Creek Brewing Company in Statesboro, here's the voice of the Eagles, Danny Reed. 
you here from Eagle Creek Brewing Company on this week's edition of Inside Georgia Southern Football on the Georgia Southern Sports Network, powered by Learfield here on Facebook Live as well. You can send us your questions or comments there. You can also tweet us at GS Sports Network, or you can text us at 912-274-3607. Finally, putting Appalachian State to bed. We'll get into ULM in just a moment, but got a couple of new handsome devils up here on the dais. Please welcome offensive coordinator Bob DeVest and defensive coordinator Scott Sloan. Devils, maybe. I don't know about handsome. <laughs> Bob, I want to start with you because you had not been here before like Scott has, but you had mentioned in previous conversations that during your time at TCU, you had worked with Hugh Nall, mm-hmm. you had worked with Ben Griffith, so you had understood what Georgia Southern was about. But getting here and now eight games in your first season, how do the expectations meet up with reality? Well, my first thought when you asked me that question is there was a saying at a school that I used to work at that said from the – Outside looking in, you don't understand it. From the inside looking out, you can't explain it. And I think that's what Georgia Southern's about. You know, um, you know, I knew, as, as you said, I had some connections. I remember the Snookies article. I remember the picture uh, in Sports Illustrated of Snookies way back in the '80s. I remember <laughs> that before I met Hugh and, and Ben. But um, just to hear the stories, to know of the history. Again, I've said this a thousand times since I've been here, why there hasn't been a 30 for 30 uh, ESPN story about Georgia Southern, why there hasn't been a movie about Georgia Southern, I have no idea. But it's an unbelievable, you can't make it up. You absolutely can't make it up. And then from a coaching standpoint, uh, it's been, uh, it was a huge thrill to come on here. It's been an even bigger thrill uh, to be a small part of it for the short time that I've been here. uh, it's 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 a it's a unique place in in so many ways, and the fun thing, especially in today's society, you know, for for youth today, um, tradition is what happened yesterday afternoon, you know, and and for our guys to embrace the Georgia Southern traditions um, um, with such a passion uh, is really refreshing to see, and that's been one of my favorite things too, is just to see them, you know, be a part of it. Scott, you've had the prior experience. You were here under Coach Seawalk from 02 through 05, but coming back 13 years later, the similarities and differences that you've taken note of. A lot of it's kind of like what Bob said. You know, the, the traditions, the thing that, that you know, um, the yellow school buses, the, the Eagle Creek, all the things that, that makes it a special place, um, they never go away. They never change. And, and that's something that – I think it's important, you know, a lot of places throughout the country have uh, traditions, but very few of them have, I think, as deep-rooted traditions as, as what we have here at Southern. Now, we've got questions for both of you. Who wants the first question? Scott. Bob. <laughs> <laughs> the fun- I'll take Scott's. He can take mine. How about that? <laughs> the funnier one's actually for Scott. This coming from Laney. How did the tradition of you getting lifted up at the Eagle Walk start? By accident. I didn't even know it was going to happen. Lenny just grabbed me and threw me up the first game. Uh, it, kinda, uh, it was not planned. It was not talked about. Um, but when it happened and we won, then he reminded me it was going to happen again. So, uh, And to the, today he reminds me that the only game he did not lift me was the Clemson game. So um, uh, I think it's something that's going to probably hang around for a while. So that means he's going to have to find you somewhere outside Malone Stadium this coming Saturday? He, where, whatever it is, he hunts me down. He finds me before I get back to the <laughs> locker room coming off for pregame. Bob, a question. TJ off of our text line out of Richmond says, what makes our offense different than Georgia Tech and what the service academies run? 
Well, obviously, they're underneath center, and, and we're in the gun and the pistol. Things hit a lot quicker from underneath center. Um, there, there are tremendous advantages, and obviously those are, that's, that's a great offense. It's a great offense, uh, has been a great offense for Georgia Southern uh, in the past. Um, we, there's a little bit more time and distance involved that the, that the defense has to deal with when you're dealing with the gun and the pistol. Um, probably a little bit more misdirection. Um, probably a little bit more variety. Uh, you haven't seen it yet in the passing game. <laughs> um, Careful now. <laughs> Careful now. <laughs> um, but probably a little bit more variety there. Um, the, the underneath center game has a tendency to be a little bit more north and south where we can be east and west and get north and south because of the time and distance that I was talking about. Um, so, I mean, to me, both explosive, both um, – unbelievably beautiful to watch when they you know when you're in sync and when you're on and when you're precise to me there's nothing better than a than, a, than an option play whether it be underneath center or gun or pistol you've been able to sprinkle in different wrinkles different twists each week how have you specifically with the players you have on offense gauged when to give them what you give them well, the, the important thing for us was that we had an open date early in the season. We had, we had some games under our belt, but quite frankly, early on in the season, we, were, we, were, we played it pretty close to the vest because, as Coach Lunsford says all the time, the most important thing for our kids is that they play fast. You know? And so we didn't want uh, them thinking too much, and we wanted them to come off with confidence and try to develop some confidence early. Then we had an open date um, where we had, we had put some things on video, and now it was time to – get into a little bit more of the window dressing. And um, we were able to do more of that during the open date. And then that is and has, has, has forever been since we've been running this system. The biggest challenge for us during the season is the more you have on video, you know, the more they can defend you. Now you've got to find a way to look different. You know, we're not going to change plays. We're going to run the same plays. We're just going to run them from as many different personnel groupings, formations, looks, motions as we possibly can. Scott, you had to change a defense that was a four-man front for years to a 3-4. The results are phenomenal so far. Plus 19 in turnover margin is number one nationally. How have you been able to create a defense that plays so fast but also that's been so opportunistic? A lot of it's just the players buying into it because it took some, uh, some guys moving positions uh, that may have been accustomed to playing with their hand down. Uh, took some safeties uh, like, like Jay Bowdrey and Lane Ecton and slid them closer to the ball to that anchor position, which is nothing more than a hybrid nickel safety anyway. So some guys had to, uh, to embrace the adjustment of, of moving positions. But then, you know, as, as Bob hit on, you know, keeping it simple to where they can play fast, you know, and, and Coach Lunsford and I talked about it. I said, if, if I've got to call one defense, I'll call one defense 75 times as long as they play fast and they leverage the ball, uh, they stay on top and, and don't give up cheap ones, and we create turnovers. And so – it doesn't have to be any more complicated than that. And, and our guys have done a great job of just pulling the trigger and, and playing fast. Both of you guys have been involved with very successful programs. When you get to this point in the season, you're two-thirds of the way through, you've got four games left, just how much better do you have to be when other teams look at you and say, that's a team that we want to knock off? Well, I think, I think one of the most important things and one of the biggest challenges in, in coaching is – you know, literally to, to find ways that you can improve week after week because you can always improve. I mean, the old, the old coaching saying that you never, 
you to get better, you get worse. You never stay the same. It's true. I mean, it's absolutely true. And so finding ways to um, push different buttons, uh, finding ways to keep it um, challenging for them from a mental standpoint, and probably as much as anything else, and I think this is where Coach does a great job, is keeping it fun. Because this is a grind. Scott and I were talking on the way over here. We're, we're, we're fixing to hit three months, three straight months, you know, if you if you if you know if you start you know August the first, we're we're fixing to hit three straight months, and it's not just coaches, it's players. Yeah. You know, of grinding, grinding, grinding. So you have to find a way to keep them fresh and keep them fun. And so, as much as anything at this point, you know, you can talk about the opponents, and we do, but it's about us. You know, it's about us at this point. It's about us. You guys are so gracious with your time, letting us ask you questions and get to know you guys and some of the things that we've taken notice of is how well this staff gets along you all just seem like your best friends how much does that let you want to go to work every day and want to continue to get better and then how do you feel that that bleeds over the rest of the team scott i think it's critical i think i think it all starts with with coach lunsford and and the pulse that he sets but uh you know i've said it many times you know his his philosophy his way of doing things his his positive uh Outlook on everything bleeds into us as a staff. Uh, for us, it's a, it's a very unselfish staff. You know, Bob and I, we've, we've been coaching longer than 10 minutes now. So, uh, uh, we, Up to 15, right? Yeah, yeah. So I'm sure he and I both have been a part of some staffs that were not as cohesive, you know, where there was some friction, whether it be offense versus defense, whether it be coaches within the staff, whether it may be whatever, you know. Um, so we're very fortunate that, that we are a very close-knit group, and I think that our culture and, and our cohesiveness as a staff bleeds into that locker room, and then that's what bleeds onto the field and the product that you see on game day. All right, real quickly before we let you guys head out, with ULM coming up this weekend, Scott, begin with you. What are some of the things that you take account of with that Warhawk offense? Uh, they're an older group. You know, when you look at their, their starting 11, all five offensive linemen are returning starters. Uh, the quarterback's a returning starter who uh, is a very good player, and, and two of the three wideouts are returning starters. So they're re returning eight of the 11 all started last year. Uh, felt like playing against them last year that the offensive line was one of the better offensive lines in the league. They'll come off, they'll hit you in the mouth. They play with some physicality. And the quarterback's really good at extending plays, you know. Um, he uh, he was hard to tackle, hard to, hard to sack, and, and when he was able to get outside the pocket, still kept his eyes downfield and can make some of those longer throws. So uh, they've got some weapons offensively. I, I think they're third in the league in passing. Um, and the quarterback second in the league as an individual, accounting for, I think, 270 a game, uh, both running and throwing. So, you know, they've got some offensive uh, firepower. And, and then, of course, having those five offensive linemen back as starters, I mean, there's, there's no substitute for having, having that up front. Bob, what about that ULM defense? Well, I think my biggest concern is, you know, they, they've won two straight, and in those two straight, they've played their best defense. And you couple that with the fact that they've had an open date. And traditionally for our offense, the toughest ball games are openers and against teams that have an open date against us because they have the extra time to get ready for what – is a little bit of a unique offense, and, and not a lot of people do it. And um, so they've got a little bit more time to prepare for us, whether it be wrinkles, whether it be timing, whatever it happens to be. Um, that's always a concern for me. You know, I've got a really good friend that's basically the co-defensive coordinator over there, Scott Stoker. He and I work together under Coach Fritz at, at uh, Sam Houston. Scott and I have gone head-to-head. -head. I was at New Mexico. He was at UTEP. 
and then their first year at ULM. So we've played each other. He knows us very, very well. And so we're going to have to be on our game. We're going to have to we're going to have to be sharp and precise. I know you guys got a lot of work to do for Saturday, but do appreciate the time tonight and good luck this weekend and the rest of the way. Thank you. Appreciate you Thank having you. us. OC Bob, the best DC Scott Sloan. Thank you guys so much. We'll have one more segment with Coach Lunsford. That's after this timeout from Eagle Creek, powered by Learfield. Banking at Citizens Bank of the South makes managing your finances easy. They offer simple preferences that satisfy your personal requests. You can access all the latest online technology or experience excellent personal customer service at their convenient Statesboro location just off the bypass by Lowe's. Make sure to stop in and see Kevin Harrison and his staff on Commerce Drive and keep listening to Georgia Southern football. Citizens Bank of the South. Find us in Statesboro, Sandersville, Milledgeville, and on Facebook, Equal Housing Lender, member FDIC. Your internet provider could give you faster speed. They could give you more data. They just don't. Bullet Telephone is opening the pipe. Now connect 100 times faster with gigabit internet service from Bullock Telephone. Starting at $99.95 a month, you can stream videos, surf the web, and download at amazing speeds. Or if you can't handle that much data, the new Gigabit Connection from Bullock Telephone. Fastest internet service in Bullock County. Winning on the field means you put in hours of practice. A winning team works together to produce results. One real estate professional in Statesboro has been a consistent million-dollar producer. That means he has the experience and a winning team to help you. When you think real estate, call Paul. First-time buyers, call Paul. Consider selling, call Paul. Looking for an investment property? You guessed it, call Paul. For all your real estate needs, call Paul Newman at Statesboro Real Estate at 912-489-4433. Or visit buystatesboro.com. The Learfield Directors' Cup, the highly recognized mark of distinction in college athletics across all divisions, both men's and women's sports. Follow your favorite team's pursuit for excellence in this prestigious annual award through thedirectorscup.com, USA Today, or at L Directors' Cup on Twitter or Facebook. Learfield Directors' Cup, the crowning achievement in college athletics since 1993. Inspired by a legend, beautiful Eagle Creek flows deep in winning tradition and wanders majestically on campus along the football practice fields. Follow the Blue Mile to downtown Statesboro and you'll find its headwaters on Savannah Avenue. The Eagle Creek Brewing Company, owned and operated by Georgia Southern alumni, Eagle Creek is a family-friendly true blue brew pub with authentic brands of handcrafted beers and unique food items just as memorable as their brews. Open for lunch, dinner, and tastings Tuesday through Sunday. From our end of the creek to yours, we're Eagle Creek Brewing Company. A sport injury can stop you in your tracks. Advancement in orthopedic sports medicine allows Optum Healthcare to recognize, prevent, rehabilitate, and manage sports injuries for weekend warriors, school athletes of all ages, and aspiring professionals alike. If you have a sports injury, call and make an appointment today, 912-681-2500. Experience the Optum difference, the official orthopedic provider for Georgia Southern Athletics. Optum Healthcare is a collaboration between Optum Orthopedics and the physician's own Optum Medical Center Tattnall. Second and seven at 18 yard line. Three men standing with words. Where's Wesley Fields? On touch. Good buy and good night, Mountaineers. Wakes up, Eagle Nation. Touchdown, Georgia Southern. Wesley Fields could have scored blindfolded. 33 to 7. Welcome back to Inside Georgia Southern Football with Coach Chad Lunsford. Wakes up, Eagle Nation. 
Nation. Live from Eagle Creek Brewing Company in Statesboro, here's the voice of the Eagles, Danny Reed. Thank you to Scott Sloan and Bob DeBest for joining us tonight from Eagle Creek Brewing Company, getting their perspectives on Georgia Southern's 7-1 record. 4-0 in league play, getting set for ULM on Saturday at Malone Stadium in northeast Louisiana. Quick update. We talked earlier about the Coaches Continuity Fund. Got an update. Up to 45 donations now and more than $9,000 in less than a week since the App State awesome. win. Just awesome. So Eagle Nation appears to be all in, and Georgia Southern's going to try to get to 8-1 and one for the first time since 2011. ULM, though, going to prove a tough task. They won just four games all of last year, but they are 4-4 four and four this season, 2-2 two and two in league play, which is tied for first in the West Division. Matt Viator in his third year as head coach. Only one meeting with Viator there. That was in 2016 at Paulson. Georgia Southern rallying for a 23-21 victory. Give us some of your impressions of what makes this ULM Warhawk team so unique. Well, I think it's one, it starts with the, the, the quarterback on offense. I mean, the guy uh, can throw it and run it. You know, and any time that you got a dual threat quarterback, uh, you know, that can make, put major stress on you uh, because you got to defend it uh, a lot differently. So, it, you know, it starts with him, and then he's got a really good receiver in number three. Um, and, and that guy's a really good returner in the kicking game, also. Um, so, you, you know, just being able to be explosive on offense, and then if something breaks down, the quarterback can make things happen uh, after that, so that that that's hard. And then you know, defensively, you know, I think I, I think they really play hard. I think they're very sound, um, and I think that um, you, you know, with it, as explosive as their offense can be, um, you know, I think that allows them to be opportunistic on defense. I want to go back to the number three that you talked about on offense and in the return game. Marcus Green is their senior wideout kick returner. Even last game against Texas State two weeks ago, they put him in at running back for several plays. He ran back four kicks a year ago, which set a Sunbelt record. But for somebody that that's, that's that multidimensional, how do you key on somebody that can do so many different things? Well, I mean, we got to be smart. And they do a really good job of moving him around, like you said. And, uh, and it's smart because, I mean, you, 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 know, you want to get your playmakers the ball. And, um, you know, and then on top of that, when you have the quarterback that, that can make things happen when, when things break down, I mean, that's two guys right there right now that you better make sure you know exactly where they're at each time they snap the football. Question off the text line. Laura asking, I don't know how we haven't talked about this yet, but what is the name of this week's game? Uh, this is the hunger game. Okay. It's all about being hungry and uh, understanding that we're not satisfied. You know, when you get full, you get satisfied. I've seen you up here eating and I'm – Feel like you're probably pretty satisfied. But, I'm, I'm neither full nor satisfied. Oh, okay. Well, so we got to stay hungry, and uh, so it's the hunger game. All right. How will you guys get set to head to ULM? That give us the rest of the week for practice, and then traveling down to Louisiana this weekend. Well, you know, we practiced yesterday, and then today was the day off um, for our guys. And then Tuesday, Wednesday, uh, we'll go at our normal time, and then on Thursday, uh, normal time. And then what we'll do is uh, they'll go to class uh, early Friday morning. And then we'll get them out, and then we'll have some meetings. And we'll, we'll have our practice, and then we'll fly out and uh, pretty much do our pregame thing. You like your kids start to grow on you a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I, know, I need to bring Kato on. Just let him do it live. We'll take him next week. Yeah. Appreciate you, man. All right. Thanks. Hey, Coach Chad Lunsford here from Eagle Creek Brewing Company. Eagle Nation, we'll see you this weekend at Malone Stadium, 3 o'clock Eastern. Kicker on the air at 1 on the Georgia Southern Sports Network, powered by Learfield. No, I got to sweat like Chad. 
on the Georgia Southern Sports Network, live from Eagle Creek Brewing Company. Inside Georgia Southern Football with Coach Chad Lunsford has been brought to you by Ford Go Further and by Statesboro Transfer. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation on the Georgia Southern Sports Network.